Well, we had our first snow here in Matsumoto. The flakes have started falling. And in your ears, it's the English Teacher John show that's calling. Christmas is near. The end of year holiday season is here. It's show number 53. Let's put it in gear. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's show, everyone. Yes, this is John Kuhn speaking, and I am indeed the host of the English Teacher John Show and our other video and audio podcasts. Right here in Matsumoto, Japan, I create and produce all of the video and audio on our website. Of course, I do it with the help of friends. Show guests, listeners, and others who pitch in and lend a hand. Thanks to all of you for your help. Hey, it's the last week of classes before winter break. I don't know. What do you think? Are students going to be motivated in class this week? Or are their thoughts going to be on other things? Like the upcoming two week winter holiday. Snowboarding and playing around, going to parties, having fun, not going to class. Hmm. I guess we'll just have to see tomorrow and the rest of this week. All right, let's move to the show index for today's show number 53. Uh, our show today has three segments. In segment one, I've got a special treat for you. I'm going to read an English pronunciation poem, which is a great illustration of the irregularity in, in,、uh, in English spelling and、uh, the inconsistency of、uh, spelling and pronunciation. And that, was, that poem was sent to us by one of you, one of our listeners.、Uh, how about an idiom or two? Well, maybe just one.、Uh, in segment two, we'll talk about an idiom live up to. My friends were all talking about that book, so I had to read it. It really lived up to my expectations. Okay,、uh, segment three. Finally,、um, you will hear the first part of a recent classroom discussion on homeopathy or homeopathy. We have two pronunciations.、Uh, it's a natural and holistic type of medical care.、Uh, this discussion was quite long, and in this,、uh, today's third segment, you'll hear just the first part, which is about 20 minutes long. All right, let's get on with the show. I received a very interesting and long 
poem from our listener, Malgosia in Warsaw, Poland. I hope uh, I pronounced your name okay. This poem really does a good job of showing the inconsistencies in English spelling and pronunciation. I've included the text of this wonderful poem on our blog. So, please have a look at the script while you're listening to it. Man, it's going to take some time to read this whole poem. Okay, let's do it. Dearest creature in creation, study English pronunciation. I will teach you in my verse, sounds like corpse, core, horse, and worse. I will keep you, Susie, busy. Make your head with heat grow dizzy. Tear in eye, your dress will tear. So shall I, O oh, hear my prayer. Pray console your loving poet. Make my coat look new. Dear, sew it. Just compare heart, beard, and herd. Dies and diet, lord and word. Sword and sward, retain and Britain. Mind the latter, how it's written. Now I surely will not plague you with such words as plaque and ague. <laughs> not sure about that one. But be careful how you speak. Say break and stake, but bleak and streak. Cloven, oven, how, and low. Script, receipt, show, poem, and toe. Hear me say, devoid of trickery, daughter, laughter, and terpsichore. I'm not sure about that one. Terpsichore. Typhoid, measles, topsails, aisles, exiles, similes, and reviles. Scholar, vicar, and cigar, solar, Mika, war, and far. One, anemone, balmoral, kitchen, lichen, laundry, laurel, Gertrude, German, wind, and mind. Scene, melpomene, mankind. Billet does not rhyme with ballet. Bouquet, wallet, mallet, chalet. Blood and flood are not like food, nor is mold like should and would. Viscous, Viscount, Viscount, <laughs> I'm not sure about that, Load and Broad, Toward, to Forward, to Reward, and your pronunciation's okay when you correctly say croquet. Rounded, Wounded, Grieve and Sieve, Friend and Fiend, Alive and Live, Ivy, Privy, Famous, Clamor, and enamor rhyme with hammer. River, rival, tomb, bomb, comb. Doll and roll and sum and home. Stranger does not rhyme with anger. Neither does devour with clangor. Souls but foul, haunt but ant. Font, front, want, wa <laughs> want, grand and grant. Shoes, goes, does, 
Now first say finger, and then singer, ginger, linger, real, zeal, mauve, gauze, gouge, and gauge, marriage, foliage, mirage, and age. Query does not rhyme with very, nor does fury sound like bury. Dost, lost, post, and doth, cloth, lo- loth. <laughs> not sure. Job, knob, bosom, transom, oath. Though the differences seem little, we say actual, but victual, vittle, maybe vittle. Refer does not rhyme with defer. Feoffer does, and zephyr, heifer. Mint, pint, senate, and sedate. Dull, bull, and George ate late. Scenic, Arabic, Pacific, science, conscience, scientific. Liberty, library, heave, and heaven. Rachel, ache, mustache, eleven. We say hallowed, but allowed. People, leopard, toad, but vowed. Mark the differences, moreover, between mover, cover, clover, leeches, breeches, wise, precise, chalice, but police, and lice, camel, constable, unstable, principal, disciple, label, pedal, panel, and canal, weight, surprise, plate, promise, Pal, worm and storm, sh- chase, chaos, chair, senator, spectator, mayor, tour, but hour, and sucker, four, gas, alas, and Arkansas, sea, idea, Korea, area, psalm, Maria, but malaria. Youth, South, Southern, Cleanse, and Clean. Doctrine, Turpentine, Marine. Compare Alien with Italian, Dandelion, and Battalion. Sally with Ally, Yeah, Yay. I, 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 Way, and Key. Say Ever, but Ever, Fever, Neither, Leisure, Gain, deceiver, heron, granary, canary, crevice, and device, and airy, or maybe eerie. Face, but preface, not a face. Phlegm, phlegmatic, ass, glass, bass, large, but target, gin, give, verging, ought, out, Joust and scour, scourging, (laughs) ear, but earn, and wear, and uh, tear, or tear. Do not rhyme with hear, but air. Seven is right, but so is even. Hyphen, roughen, nephew, Stephen, monkey, donkey, Turk, and jerk. Ask, grasp. Wasp and cork and work. Pronunciation, think of psyche, is a paling stout and spiky.
Won't it make you lose your wits, writing groats and saying grits? It's a dark abyss or tunnel, strewn with stones, stowed, solace, gunnel. Islington and Isle of Wight. <laughs> Sorry, these are British terms. Housewife, verdict, and indict. Finally, which rhymes with enough? Though, through, plow, or dough, or cough. Hiccup has the sound of cup. My advice is to give up. Oh, boy, that was very interesting. I did not um, take a, a lot of time to, to uh, think about all of the words in there. And uh, you, you see that I, um, I had trouble with some of the pronunciation. Uh, I really like that. It, it really does show clearly all of the weirdness and irregularity and inconsistency of English spelling and especially English spelling versus English pronunciation, the uh, inconsistencies. It is not a phonetic language. You cannot take the same letter combinations and assume that they produce the same sounds all the time. Okay, well, the script is on our blog. Have a look at the script. You'll, you'll really need that. And uh, I did, in fact, uh, mess up some of the pronunciations there. I was not sure about all of the words there. But, uh, boy, I had some fun with that. Okay, give it a try. And thanks once again to Malgosia in Warsaw for sending that to us. Thank you very much. Zenkuye. Coming up after the break, it's an idiom. You are listening to... And I hope learning from the English Teacher John Show. Hey, what is that flying so low? Oh no, watch out! Here comes today's idiom! Due to the length of today's show... I only have one new idiom to talk about. Live up to. L-I-V-E. Live up to. The new Tom Hanks film failed to live up to all the excitement of this past year. They were supposed to be the best advisors in the business, but they really didn't live up to it. You can often hear this idiom used with the word expectations. He or she failed to live up to expectations. Or the book or film or restaurant or new company failed to live up to expectations. Um, it can obviously also be used for a person. The basic meaning of this idiom, live up to, is to fulfill or meet, as in meet expectations. How about that blockbuster movie you saw last month? Or the book that you just read? A new boss? The MP3 player that you just bought? The box of chocolates that your wife, husband, boyfriend, or girlfriend recently gave you? 
and I'm sure they did. Have any or all of those things lived up to your expectations? Coming up next, it's the first part of our homeopathy discussion. One, two, three, four. This is segment three of today's show, and it's the first part of a discussion. Uh, like last week, uh, again this week, we had a nice discussion, and this time it was about a natural method of healing called homeopathy or homeopathy. Uh, from OneLook.com, homeopathy is a method of treating disease with small amounts of remedies that, in large amounts in healthy people, produce symptoms similar to those being treated. It's uh, the, the main principle is curing like with like. Um, the term homeopathy was coined in 1824 in Germany by a physician named Samuel Hahnemann. And uh, Hahnemann is the founder and the father of homeopathy. Uh, interestingly enough, we have a Hahnemann hospital in my home city of Philadelphia. And it was indeed founded in the uh, tradition of Samuel Hahnemann, the man who started homeopathy. Okay, uh, in this uh, discussion that you'll hear, uh, we began by watching a video which uh, is produced by the BBC. Uh, the DVD is included in a book called BBC Documentary, Natural Remedies. Okay, um, now let's listen to the first part of this lengthy discussion. And a little warning to all of you. Uh, the discussion was about one and a half hours long. And the segment that you're about to hear is just the first half, and that's about 45 minutes. Uh, we will include the second half in a uh, future podcast. So sit back, put your English thinking cap on, and learn and listen about homeopathy or homeopathy. All right, today is what? December 13th, 2006, and everybody welcome to a discussion of homeopathy and natural medicine. Thanks. My name is John, as you know, and we will have hopefully a, an hour-long discussion, or uh, perhaps a little more, or a little less. It's a casual discussion, so feel free. Uh, let's, so how about if we just go around, and uh, you don't have to stand, sitting is okay. Um, let's give whatever introduction you would like. My name is John. I'm an English teacher in Matsumoto, and uh, I have some travel experience. I don't have any experience uh, studying medicine, not really. I do yoga. I took a Reiki course with my wife. Um, I've had massages. I've had acupuncture. So I have a little experience with natural healing. Very interested to learn more. Okay. Uh, I'm Takahashi. Um, I moved uh, to Matsumoto City uh, three years ago, 
And my hometown is Sendai in mm -hmm. Miyagi Prefecture. Mm -hmm. And I'm a medical doctor, and uh, I graduated from Ditch uh, Medical School. That school is a very uh, special duty. That school has special duty. Uh, I mean, uh, we have to uh, work in rural area for nine years. Oh, so after the, uh, I also worked in uh, rural uh, kind of a village, small town, small village uh, for several years, and then uh, I uh, moved to uh, university and come come to here. Mm -hmm. um, so, but now uh, I don't have so much uh, clinic duty, clinical duty, only. Uh, just research, mm -hmm. I focused on research. Mm -hmm. And uh, my major is uh, uh, cardiology because of my, I'm a cardiologist. Mm -hmm. So I'm interested in uh, atherosclerosis, atherosclerosis or heart attack, mm -hmm. kind of myocardial infarction. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that's my introduction. And uh, I'm very uh, looking forward to talking with Amasan. Uh, Amusan, who is a specialist on homeopathy. I just, uh, I didn't know the homeopathy uh, since uh, John told me mm -hmm. about that. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. thank you. <laughs> Good. Mm -hmm. uh, my, my name is Hiroshiko uh, Isa. What kind of research? What kind of research? Uh, what kind of? Now, uh, I, uh, I, I, uh, my research is cardiobiology. Cardio what? Yes. 
now, now my uh, I am now study um, studying is uh, cardio um, cardiac medicine. Mm. Are you working together? Yes. Oh, my boss. Together. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. He is my boss. Also mm -hmm. in research. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Researching. Mm-hmm. 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 Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. do you want to give your... No. Let them start first. Yeah. Why don't we please, let... please go on. Yeah. I'm in Denroma from uh, China. I come to here six years ago, now working in the first department <coughs> in Sinju University. My, uh, before I come, I worked in Tibet People's Hospital as a clinic doctor for more than 10 years. After coming here, I changed my career from the clinic to the research. Uh, my career is uh, about uh, mountain sickness. And for example, uh, high altitude pulmonary edema, uh, a chronic pulmonary edema, and uh, human adaptation to high altitude. For example, like Tibetan Sharva in Nepal. Uh, actually, I went there two years ago to do some research about genetic adaptation. So just now I already told her life, uh, my life changed here during my stay here, and also I'm uh, satisfying my life now. With, uh, um, I think my fortune like the serendipity. Serendipity. You found some serendipity. Well, I met Amsam one year ago. And I went to her home, and he also went to my home. They have talked with very, very good friends. Mm -hmm. So she introduced me to attend this uh, home office. I'm also interested very much to be felt. I want to increase my knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good. Mm -hmm. I'm Tomoko. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm just housewife now, and now I'm interested in learning. Good for health and mind. For example, good uh, cooking, cook good food, and uh, learning homeopathy and and other things, and uh, meditation or something like that. Hi. Okay. Yeah, Amasa. Anything you want to say before the video, and then you'll have time after the video as well. Okay. Of course. I came to Japan with my husband who was a Japanese doctor. We met in Germany when I was 20, first year of medical school. So when I was 30, we moved to Japan, to Tokyo, and he was also in a university hospital in Tokyo. And when I was 40 years old, I have I brought up my three children first and did some voluntary work. When I was 40, I uh, opened a general practice in Tokyo. So 
so I stayed for 16 years in general practice in Tokyo, and then I was somehow fed up with the work. <laughs> All sort of. And, uh, yeah, okay, I was fed up, and I went to Thailand to work with people living with HIV AIDS for three years, and that changed my opinion on medicine. So that's the time when I changed from um, from Western medicine to homeopathy. And now, since seven years, I'm living in Matsumoto. I'm mainly teaching homeopathy for household uh, use. That means um, I want young people to learn about self-care through homeopathy. And I'm also seeing patients at my house and treating them with homeopathic remedies. That's the name for the kusuri, remedy. Why did you move uh, from Tokyo to Matsumoto? There's no, no reason. I, 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 left Japan, I left Japan to go to Thailand. And when I came back from Thailand, I was very tired of the AIDS problem. It uh, made me very dejected, very depressed. And then I had a friend who was living here, and she said, it's a good place to come. A lot of open-minded mind, people who may want to learn homeopathy. Living here is a healing. It's a healing for me. Yeah, it's like that. And I like the mountains. Thank you. Okay, thank you very much. Um, we will, we do not need to hear the movie out there. Well, I think uh, YJ was one who wanted to watch the video again, so. <laughs> uh, did, did you remember some of it, YJ? Yeah. Did you? Did you? I can understand. Yeah. Remember, remember. Remember? Mm. The delusion, right? The extreme delusion. Mm. So, uh, YJ, YJ, can we bring you around on this side? Do you want to oh, come around yes. just to make mm. a. What's okay. best? Try to get, catch everybody. Your age? Your age? How old are you? How old? So we are going to have a sh quick introduction. Uh, YJ can introduce himself, and then we will continue with Amosan. Uh, how do you do, everyone? My name is Miyuki Ajima. Uh, I'm a uh, doctor of cardiology at this hospital, mm -hmm. and I'm a student of this laboratory. Mm. Please call me YJ. Why <laughs> did What is means why Yaji Japanese people call me Yaji. But English name. Famous name. Sorry.
so I would say the two pages you can read at home. And uh, I would like you to have this in front of you. These are the key words, some sort of special vocabularies we use in homeopathy. How do you pronounce it? John. Homeopathy. Homeopathy. I do, sir. So some pronounce it differently. Could be homeopathy yeah. or homeopathy. Two pronunciations. <laughs> uh, there is no correct pronunciation. Oh. Either one is possible. Oh. May I start? Please. Okay. From my introduction, you heard that I changed from Western medicine to homeopathy. And there are several reasons. I, uh, I went to work with people living with HIV AIDS. And in Thailand, Northern Thailand, there wasn't not yet sufficient antiviral medicine. It was not available for these people. So we started on the other end to strengthen the immune system. So there are two approaches in medicine. To kill the virus, to kill the enemy, speak, uh, disease, or to strengthen the person, to strengthen the defense mechanism. But I was on the side of the softer approach and uh, giving the people antioxidants like herbs. And among these antioxidants, we had a homeopathic remedy called Aidsilinum. It was made from the blood of AIDS patients. So uh, you heard uh, in the video that most of the homeopathic remedies are made from natural sources like mineral, plants, sometimes of uh, animals, like the bee toxin or so. But uh, we also have another sort of very deeply effective remedies like ethylenum made from human tissues. For example, we have, I said, ethylenum we use for the AIDS patients to strengthen their fundamental defense mechanism. And it worked very well in keeping them, uh, keeping their life quality up for a long time. And we have similar medicines like uh, carcinosinum, made from carcino uh, carcinoma cells of the, of the breast cancer. Mm -hmm. Or we have um, tuberculinum, mm -hmm. which is made from uh, tuberc tuberculosis, tuberculosis oh. of the lungs. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we have, uh, yes. And th these are very, I know, on a, what should I say, very deeply working on a, on a, it's, uh, it's a little bit difficult. So it's, a, it's a, and homeopathy in itself is a science too. You have to study it well to use the proper, the correct remedy on that person. The difference uh, to Western medicine is that you treat individually. For example, these three people have, let's say, asthma. Asthma, you know, asthma, asthma. And everyone would get a different medicine. That means I have to, my job is to find out your 
constitution. I treat, I treat your symptom. No, I don't treat your symptom. I treat the whole person. The whole person, not the symptom. In Western medicine, we try to eliminate one symptom, like the pain or the fever or uh, <laughs> the swelling or something. But in homeopathy, we treat individually and we treat the whole person. Now it's very, uh, it's a boom to talk about holistic medicine, you know? You know the word holistic medicine? Holistic. Holistic medicine. Holistic. Never heard? Holistic medicine, it's, and every, everybody talks about it. Yes, yes, we are getting ready to finish up here. Um, I came across a website that has some similar functionality to Skypecast. Uh, it's called TalkShoe.com, and it looks pretty interesting. TalkShoe is T-A-L-K-S-H-O-E. I listen regularly to a technology podcast called This Week in Tech, or TWIT, uh, which is hosted by Leo Laporte. Well, Leo has recently started a new live show called Net at Night um, with co-host Amber MacArthur, and they are hosting it on TalkShoe, and that's how I found out about it. You know, I was thinking that it's been a pretty long time since we did an, an expressionist live show uh, we did a couple of those on uh, Skypecast. What do you think about the idea of doing a live show on TalkShoe? Should we do it soon? Maybe we'll make it part of a New Year's celebration. How's that sound? Would you like to take part in a live broadcast of the English Teacher John Show? I'm going to look into TalkShoe.com a little more. And also, I'd like to hear your comments. How about you? You, you. Why don't you create a live webcast, a live show on TalkShoe.com? Yeah, that's an even better idea. Well, I've received uh, many emails. Uh, thank you all for your email. I will, uh, I will have a special podcast like I did recently, uh, number 50. I will have a special podcast that answers email, and I will do that soon. So thank you all for sending email. Uh, I recently received an email message from Alessandro in Padova, Italy. You know... That really brought back some images and memories of the time I spent in Italy in the early 1990s and also in the mid-1990s. You know what? I've been trying to reconnect with a long-lost friend in Padova. So, I'm going to send a message out to Alessandro 
in Padova, Italy. And I'm going to send it out in Italian. In Italiano. Ciao, Alessandro. Come va? Quando ho ricevuto la tua email, mi ricordavo molto del tempo che ho passato in Italia, a Padova. Ah, andavo in giro nella città con motocicletta vicino al Prato della Valle, la Piazza dei Frutti, anche la Piazza delle Erbe. Ah, tempo fa ho avuto un'amica italiana, si chiamava Miranda. Adesso sono molti anni che non ho sentito niente di lei. Cosa è successo? Non lo so. Se tu incontri quella Miranda, Miranda Contaldi, per favore, dille che vorrei sapere qualcosa della sua notizia, della sua vita. Come ha passato gli anni? Veramente, grazie mille se puoi trasmettere il mio messaggio, se puoi trovarle. Ciao Alessandro, grazie. Well, that's enough of that. And I think I'll have to explain a little more of this to my wife. Oh, no. No, 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 no. I'm just kidding. Miranda is a friend who I would like to get back in touch with. And Alessandro lives in Padova. So I thought maybe he could help me with this. Okay, it's been a pretty long show. So I think it's about time to sign off from Matsumoto, Japan. Uh, you can find links to our news stories and transcripts on our My English blog. Uh, it's also a place where you can put your comments and suggestions. Our blog and all of our video and audio podcasts, more transcripts, other language help, and more are at EnglishTeacherJohn.com. Our email address is podcast at EnglishTeacherJohn.com. Okay, well, for your information, uh, the transcript for last week's discussion of stereotypes will soon be on the web site. It's running a little bit late. Hopefully, by the time you hear this, it will be available on the website. So check again. That's the stereotypes discussion in show number 52. Uh, also, our new voicemail. Uh, you can leave a voicemail message for us on Skype. And my Skype ID is English Teacher John. Please leave your voice, comments, questions, and suggestions. And maybe I'll play some of them in a future show. In today's show, you heard about 20 minutes of our homeopathy discussion. Well, the whole discussion was about an hour and 25 minutes. And you can find part two on our website. You will see it, Homeopathy Discussion Part 2. So if you're interested, please listen to the second part of that. Thanks for listening to the English Teacher John Show. My name is John Coons. Have a great week. 
And special thanks to our music man, Martin Chenal. Thanks, Martin. And we also heard David Henderson's Stranded from PodsafeAudio.com. Our closing quotation is from Pablo Casals, the uh, Spanish cellist and conductor, 1876 to 1973. I feel the capacity to care is the thing which gives life its deepest significance. <laughs> 